Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in Sports Talk 97.7 The Edge. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx rolling here with The Edge, the 17th day of what is it, Jamie? This is April. Believe that. April, yeah. 2018. Yeah, I had to think about it for a minute. 2018. Tax, tax day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well. Yeah. Uh, and and the weeping and gnashing of teeth uh, for a lot of people across the country. Uh, and for other people, it's just another normal day. Uh, and I appreciate you spending part of your morning with us. Uh, we're brought to you by the man, the myth, the legend, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere, folks, in the free world. Go see him on US 165 North in Monroe, 318-345-4545. And you can go see him on US 165 North. Tell him you heard about it on Sports Talk 97.7 and La Edge. You're welcome to chime in with smarmy, smart-alecky comments on the text line. Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union sponsored text line, 888 John Tabor running the board as always, and Jamie Fox. Jamie, what's happening, man? Oh, I'm just uh, sitting here counting my money uh, on a Tuesday. Uh, beautiful day outside. Get ready, enjoy it because we got some bad weather moving in again this weekend. It looks like Terry, but uh, hey, um, I uh, ready for the NFL draft. Ready for some baseball. Uh, can't keep up with everything. We've got. Uh, we got the NBA playoffs going strong right now. Hope, how about the Pelicans? Uh, boy, if they could, uh, I think they're going to. I think they're going to get beat tonight. But hey, they're uh, coming out of there with a split in Portland would be fantastic, and uh, just a lot to look forward to. I'm already counting down the days till college football, and a uh, lot to look up with uh, as far as local teams. I think. Uh, that as well. I just my mind's going faster than uh, I'm, I'm caffeinated highly this morning, uh, Terry, and ready to uh, ready to disagree with you. And so uh, let's get that started uh, because um, you aggravate me more than more than anybody. So uh, why should that change just because it's beautiful outside? Correct. Well, I take great great pride in that, Jamie. I, I'm I know you do. Yes. do that every day. And, and yes, it's you sort do. Of my charge in life. Yeah. yeah well, um, you, you follow that well. Right. Yes. Yeah, so, all right, so all the fanboys, and you know who you are, Philadelphia 76ers, man, did you see what they did to Dwayne Wade in the Heat? They stole that series from him, man. They took game one. Ben Simmons, the greatest player in the history of history, they're going to just sweep through. Okay, pump the brakes, dude. Uh, In Philadelphia, after the upstart 76ers blew out the Miami Heat and Dwayne Wade in game one, uh, the Heat come back last night 
win game two by 10 in Philly, and take back control of that series, take home court advantage back. Uh, Dwayne Wade, at 36 years old, Father Time uh, took the night off, and Dwayne Wade slipped back into Batman mode, which uh, he has been a Batman for a long time, and 28 points in 26 minutes off the bench. The Heat win 113-103, and the Sixers' 17-game winning streak is toast. Uh, Dwayne Wade called out Kevin Hart, super fan of Philly. He goes, yeah, y'all get Kevin Hart's the comedian. Hey, you can thank Kevin for this performance. Because the NBA, by far, with all due respect to Des Bryant, takes more stuff personally. Everything has to be edged up drama. Uh, 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 Des would be a great NBA guy. He, he yes, would be. He Everything's would. personal. Everything's personal. You know, you're out to get me or, or whatever. So anyway, uh, Dwayne Wade just completely annihilates the upstart 16-game winning Philadelphia 76ers. As a matter of fact, the final 15 minutes of the first half last night, Dwayne Wade personally outscored the 76ers 21-20 to and uh, made uh, the 76ers actually had five more turnovers than Dwayne Wade. So, hey, the dude can play in a one-game situation. Uh, that guy's been Batman. None of those cats in Philadelphia have been Batman ever, and they may be at some point. But after the game, Jamie, even the guys that are injured, and Joel Embiid, a, a tremendously talented guy when he plays, uh, unfortunately, two-thirds of every season he's injured, and uh, no mistake here, he goes to social media, because that's what millennials do, to frustrate, to, to vent his frustration, if you will, because he had to sit out, you know, he sat out for a bunch of these games that they've won. He ran into a teammate uh, about a month ago, uh, the Fultz kid from Kentucky, and fractured his orbital bone. I'm not sure the specifics with that, but so he's been out. The team doctors, you know, the team that pays the doctors and the team that's there to make money and pays uh, Joel Embiid millions upon millions of dollars to do what they tell him to do, uh, as he is an investment for that uh, for that franchise, he goes to social media and he gives an expletive and says, sick and tired of being babied, he wrote on his Instagram account. Now, he's been out since March 28th. Uh, Markel Fultz is who he uh, ran into, had surgery to repair the fracture in his orbital bone. And he said, uh, he told ESPN reporter, I promised the city the playoffs that I'm not on the court, and I might not be on the court Thursday either. I wish more than anything I was out there. I just want the green light to play. To play. Hey, Joel, hey, we get that. Absolutely. I think everyone gets that. The fact is, the doctors that are paid by the team, and you're a big investment for that team, said, you know what? Now's not the time. Uh, so he gets on social media because he is a very immature kid. Uh, like a lot of kids are immature, so, I mean, I don't hold that against him. Uh, the head coach has to come in and basically defend him. He goes, he just wants to play basketball. He wants to be with the team. Well, you know what? My children back in the day when I told them, you know, they couldn't have ice cream before their dinner, they didn't like it either. But there is a parental figure. There is a guardian. There is always an owner or a boss or a supervisor or someone above you that tells you pretty much what you need to do. And sometimes you got to protect people from their own um, well-intentioned but bad-idea um, 
circumstances. And, again, Embiid averaged almost 23 points a game, 11 rebounds in 63 games this year. So he missed 19 games of the season, which is good for him because uh, he usually typically wear, uh, misses way more than that. But here's the thing on the 76ers, Jamie. Those cats are injured more than a mashie. Uh, they're just not built for the playoffs. They might win the first round. I don't know. They're not built for the playoffs. What do you think? Well, I mean, a lot of a lot of great points there. Embiid, of course, you know, is wearing the mask and everything. And I think, to, to your point, I think that's what uh, the maturity issue, that's what's going to probably cost the 76ers. Um, I don't know what the NBA playoffs have done to Rajon Rondo and Dwayne Wade, but all of a sudden they've discovered the fountain of youth, uh, both of them well into their 30s or playing – uh, tremendous ball. Uh, the 76ers are a team, I think, ahead of schedule. But, again, you're talking about when, when this time of year comes around, I think it, you're seeing an experience makes such a difference. And uh, Rondo and, and, and Dwayne Wade, for example, have been through this a number of times, so this is not their first rodeo. So I think it bodes well that, uh, you know, if you're a 76ers fan, I think they've got, you know, the fever there. I believe Sean had one of the uh, the writers from the Philadelphia area. This is kind of rare air for Philadelphia fans. Uh, all their teams are doing fairly well. And, uh, you know, obviously when you've got young talent like that, you, you get a little bit giddy. But this is where I think experience makes the difference is in the playoffs. And I don't know if the 76ers have uh, really what it takes to, to advance far. I mean, I, this, is, this is an interesting series between the Heat and the um, – and the 76ers simply because of that that dynamic that's involved there. So, obviously, if you have a Dwayne Wade who can go off like he did, um, it, it makes a difference. And I think, uh, you know, I, and people will say, well, if the 76ers hadn't been so injured and things like that. But to your point at the very beginning, these this is where the immature, and this is one of my strongest arguments why I don't like early entrance into the NBA uh, for a number of reasons. One is I don't think, your chances of making the roster are really good unless you're a very, very, very good player like an Anthony Davis or something like that. But just the maturity, the ability to handle things. I'm getting – I don't want to sound like an old fuddy-dud, uh, Terry, but I know I can't – people are going to accuse me of it anyway, so I'll go ahead and sound like it. I'm getting a little tired of pulling up things and seeing all these expletives all over the, the social media. I mean – I'm I'm certainly not a prude and can handle just about anything, uh, but this is a little. It's getting a little offensive to pull up something and see this. You know, f this, whatever. Uh, and there's no there's no attempt to hide it. I mean, there's where did you know decorum is uh, has gone out of the way, and I think that's a little bit of a turnoff, quite frankly, for a lot of people my age and even a little bit younger. Yeah. I- you know, it's just sort of a cool thing now. No, no, yeah, I don't. It I mean, it's sort, of, it's sort of a, it's a millennial thing. It's cool. You see that in, in uh, races in politics now. It, you know, it's kind of cool if you drop a, a bomb yeah. or, or, or what have you. And I think people have just, they've accepted that for what it is. And I, I think a millennial generation is no big deal. Uh, a lot of schools allow it. And, you know, if you set your standards pretty high and people don't meet them, they're still significantly high. But if you have no standards at all, um, yeah, people are not going to meet those things out there. So, yeah, it's uh, disappointing, and we're, we're going to get into a guy like that. We'll talk about Josh Rose in the next segment, uh, mm-hmm. who is uh, no stranger to controversy nor explicit language. 
Uh, and, you know, I don't know if this guy is more Aaron Rodgers or more Johnny Manziel. Uh, we shall see. But, yeah, but the MB kid from Philadelphia, you know, I th- he's a phenomenal player, just injury prone. I think you see a lot of people like that. And, you know, you're wondering if, uh, you know, Anthony Davis has been injury prone. And Anthony Davis, a couple years ago, we're talking about him being uh, one of the top two or three players in the world. It was LeBron, Kevin Durant, and Anthony Davis. And so his injuries have, have limited, I think, people's opinion of him. He's playing in a small market in New Orleans. But that guy's great. I mean, he is a phenomenal player. You just don't know how injury-prone he's going to be in the playoffs. And if you're injury-prone, the playoffs are going to bring that out. Uh, no question about that. Uh, <laughs> Dodson says, what's in the heart springs forth from the mouth. Yeah, we call that diarrhea of the mouth. We get that sometimes. All right, before we hit the break, i I got I to gotta address Richie real quick. Uh, you guys know, and, and Jamie, you don't watch this, but uh, pretty much uh, The Walking Dead is where zombies rule the earth, and uh, you're trying to kill zombies. Other people are trying to kill you. You're trying to kill other people. Sort of like cavemen and dinosaurs, if you will. Cavemen trying to kill each other. Dinosaurs trying to kill anything. Sort of the same premise, but uh, in modern-day terminology. Uh, Richie goes, so, Terry, what did you think about The Walking Dead season finale? Did it impress you? Richie, I'm going to tell it like this. If you guys that don't watch Walking Dead, you're not going to have any idea what I'm talking about. they got a guy named Negan on there, who to me is by far the most interesting character, Richie. Uh, Negan, who's like this ruthless type guy, sort of they showed him with a little bit of heart, if you could consider somebody with a heart that's bludgeoned people to death with a barbed wire right baseball bat named Lucille. However, I digress. Uh, at the end, Negan, the great protagonist, Rick, the protagonist, they fight, and it's going to be to the death. And then Rick actually stabs Negan in the throat, Jamie Foxx, and he's going to die. And Rick, in a moment of trying to honor his dead son's last wishes, wishes, hey, tells the doctor, save Negan's life. So they go over there, bandage his throat. This is roughly akin, let me make a football analogy to this. This is roughly akin to Nick Saban being on the edge of the Grand Canyon and all of the SEC coaches are holding the rope that Saban is attached to. And instead of everybody letting go of the rope and being done with Saban and then they fight it out to see who's going to win, no, they pull Saban up, they bandage his wounds, and they give him a Pop-Tart and a jug of water. Yeah, wasn't real playing with that. Personally, yeah, Negan is deep six. Sorry, you got to go, dude, but hey, that is me. Jamie, we come back, we're going to talk to somebody who is, I don't know, maybe some Negan-like characteristics, although I don't like this guy uh, nearly as much, Josh Rosen from UCLA, and how will he fare in the NFL draft, and also some early Vegas odds. Uh, you LSU folk probably not going to like this one. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, The Edge is something brought to you by our friends at Jimmy Cooley, Ben Pitts and Company supporting a worthwhile cause, Louisiana Special Living. Back in a minute. Brennan Collision Center is now open. This is Steve Brennan. Our new body shop is now open and ready to take care of your repair needs. Our manager, Cheryl Thornhill, is well known in the area, and her team of Paul Wills, Doc, Kevin Murray, and Joellen Simpson have decades of experience and a reputation second to none. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and our phone number is 251 4824. We'll get your car repaired quick and to your satisfaction. Give Cheryl a call. 
Brennan Collision Center, located next to Brennan Dodge on the service road in Ruston. I want to tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber and his staff are always my choice for my animals and should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on 97.7 North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. If an insurance company is there to sell you insurance, shouldn't it also be there to service it? After all, what good is your insurance if you can't even talk to a real person about your policy, let alone receive prompt claim service? Don't worry. At Farm Bureau Insurance, we're here to help with experienced agents, so you never have to worry about who's going to be on the other end of the phone. You know it's going to be your personal Farm Bureau Insurance agent with fast, fair claim service where you need it and when you need it most. Call today for your free no-obligation review for auto, home, and life insurance that's custom-tailored just for you. In Jackson Parish, call Eddie Simpson at 259-4082. Louisiana Farm Bureau Casualty Insurance Company, Louisiana Farm Bureau Mutual Insurance Company, Southern Farm Bureau Casualty Insurance Company, Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Jackson, Mississippi. When I got hurt in an accident, I didn't know how I would take care of my medical bills. I took out loans, borrowed from friends and family, but the bills kept piling up. That's when a friend told me to call attorney Bobby Manning. Bobby fought hard for me. He helped make things right. I'm so glad my friend told me to get Bobby. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. We're living on the edge. Living on the edge makes weekdays more fun. Especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. And welcome back in Sports Talk, the 977 Terry Waldrop, Jamie Fox. A couple of people enjoyed my uh, Walking Dead review, Jamie. Uh, a couple of people are like, "What?" So here we go. We're not too far. Yeah, we're not too far from the NFL draft. I want to get off the Walking Dead. Uh, Josh Rose. Yes. ESPN Magazine, the April 23rd edition coming up. Josh Rosen, ex-UCLA signal caller, projected first-round pick in the 2018 NFL Draft. Uh, Very affluent young man uh, from Southern California. Never at a loss for words. Uh, Famously had uh, a hot tub in his dorm room. Uh, (laughs) Interesting stuff here from Josh Rosen. Is he the next Johnny Manziel or... Is he the next Aaron Rodgers? Now, he'll give you takes on everything. He has talked about interplanetary colonization, climate change, climate change rather. Uh, he is an either an atheist, atheist or agnostic. 
Uh, he's spoken a lot about politics. And he is going to be the face of an NFL franchise. Is he Aaron Rodgers or is he Johnny Manziel, Jamie? He's Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he, as far as quarterbacks coming out in this year's draft, he's probably, from from all indications, the most uh, pro ready, from the stance of you know his mechanics not needing a lot of tweaking. Um, I think he's he's every, obviously a very bright kid and has a lot of intangibles. It's funny you should mention the comparison with Aaron Rodgers, and and I could see this happening. And I'm not saying it's going to. But you remember when Aaron Rodgers came out in the draft and everybody was was absolutely dumbfounded he fell, fell so far in the draft before he was picked by the Packers. <clears throat> I could see this happening with Josh Rosen. Um, there's no reason from this, everything you hear why he's not, you know, really the number one or number two quarterback in this year's draft. And he is in the, obviously in the top four. But where he falls is going to be interesting simply You've got a, a personality there. Uh, Aaron Rodgers now is coming out and saying that he's he wants more, quote, inclusion into this, in personnel decision-making. I didn't know you could dictate that to your employer. Uh, if that's the case, I want to uh, I want a, a $20,000 raise. Um, I, I think they'll probably tell me where I can, can go uh, over in Ruston, and I understand that uh, better than, than they do. Uh, I, I certainly concur I'm not worth that kind of money. Um, but Josh Rosen hasn't signed a pro contract yet. He hasn't been drafted by anybody yet. And that kind of brash attitude is not going to go over well in a locker room. Uh, they say Aaron Rodgers has earned this capital because of his production. But he was, you know, I, I can see Josh, it, it, it gets to a point where, and we've seen this happen so much lately, Terry, look who's look who's getting cut left and right. Des Bryant, Jason Pierre, and I don't know, you know, from, from the standpoint, Michael Bennett's getting traded. Uh, the kid with the Eagles, Worley, Daryl Worley, cut the minute something happens. Reuben Foster, you know, good chance of he being cut by the 49ers. Um, you know, for different reasons and personalities involved here, but um, I don't know if Reuben Foster even knows who the president is right now, but he, again, you've got situations where you've got, you're asking people to pay money to support your franchise. You're asking them to pay anywhere from, you know, 40 to 150 bucks to come watch your team play, buy your merchandise, uh, support the advertisers who support your team. You're asking a lot of your fandom, and you're asking Josh Rosen to, you know, whether he likes the president or not. Um, you don't wear that kind of cap to to his, to his golf course. Uh, you don't say the things you you say that make you think you're smarter than everybody else in the room. And he might be obviously went to UCLA. He's a very bright young man. He's not a mature young man, and that's okay. That doesn't happen overnight. We understand that. But when you're trying to find employment, and again, this is what just slays me about these guys is they're able. They think they can dictate. To the employer, in this case, Des Bryant thought he could do this to Jerry Jones. Uh, it, after a while, it doesn't it doesn't end well. Uh, Colin Kaepernick was asked, you know, give us a plan going forward about your situation with the national. He couldn't give it, so he wasn't uh, in the most progressive city possibly in the United States. He hasn't been hired yet. 
I mean, really, wake up and smell the roses. I mean, you've got to do – I'm not saying you – know, and by far the NFL, the NBA, or any of these franchises are not sweatshops by any stretch of the imagination, Terry. You know that. These guys have perks and things given to them. But why in the world would Josh Rosen, who hasn't been drafted yet, you know, I would keep his lower profile. And that's a concern. The people that – what are they saying about him, Terry? We don't know well, how the invested question. he really is in football. How invested is he really is in becoming a professional football player? The ESPN magazine asked this question to Josh Rosen. Uh, let's dig into your perceived character flaws. You're a cocky, jerkish, overly opinionated rich kid who's too smart and has too many outside interests for his own good. Uh, you're a rich kid who doesn't need love, who doesn't need or love the game of football. That was the question to him. And so Josh Rosen, and I'm going to quote his response here, okay, my family, my family isn't like stupid wealthy, but I'm coming from a place where football doesn't work out. I don't have to work at McDonald's. Other NFL players have the same opportunities. I just haven't had to try it. I've tried to hide it or fool teams into thinking someone I'm not. My passion for the game lies in the game, not my need to play it. Tons of players needed this game, need the money, played it out of an obligation and burned out. I don't need it. And still, I give everything to it. I think that statement in itself sheds a lot of light into Josh Rosen, Jamie. It does. I mean, I think he's, you know, I think that's what people want to see is a hunger. They want to see a desire. I mean, even when you're not in pro football, I mean, people want to see a passion. If they're trying to hire you for a job, they want to know how dedicated you're going to be to them. They want to know about loyalty. They want to know about uh, and I don't think employers are always right, but you know, after a while, you you part you part ways if you don't see eye to eye on things. But until you actually, they want to see before they invest money in you training and things like that. They want to see, they want to see a dedication. And he's basically said, if I, you know, if this doesn't work out, I'm okay. And that's not what you want to hear. Uh, you know, you they want to hear this. You know, I'm, I'm this is my game. I, I love it. I, you know, I don't go to movies. I, you know, that's what they want to see. I, I watch film. And I think a lot of things is, is the preparation, which, who does that sound like? That sounds like Johnny Menzel. Off the field, Johnny Menzel didn't put in the time or the effort. And now he's trying to get back into the league. He had to go through what he had to go through, which was unfortunate, in order for him to, for the switch to turn on. Hey, I've got to be dedicated to this game. And Josh Rosen, to me, I mean, am I wrong, Terry? Am I am I miss am I thinking about just am I being too close-minded on my end when it comes to Josh Rosen? But I'm not walking away from that overly impressed. No, you know, the thing about quarterback I, to me, a quarterback in professional sports is the most important position of any position in sports. Uh, you can make an argument if you're a NASCAR fan, the driver's the most important guy, and I would probably go along with that. But in team sports, I'm going to tell you the quarterback. The quarterback is the face of your franchise, all right? Uh, that You're handing the keys to a billion-dollar company to a quarterback. And this person is going to be magnetic. Uh, he is. You've got to have an all-star level quarterback to succeed in the NFL. Very Nobody succeeds without him. I mean, even uh, even Philadelphia with Nick Foles, they were good enough in a short – and Foles is a good quarterback. I mean, he's probably top half of the league. 
uh, certainly not one or two or three or probably top ten, but he's respectable enough to get you where you need to go. you got to have that level. Uh, Rosen, big arm, studies the game, but you just don't know how he's going to be perceived in the locker room. Is it going to be difficult to work with? And look, all these cats know the NFL uh, teams that have interviewed him, they know what he's about. You're going to see that at a draft night. Johnny Manziel, it was nobody's surprise in the NFL, Jamie, that Johnny Manziel dropped like a rocket uh, in the NFL draft. It didn't surprise any, it surprised all the pundits like myself. Uh, you know, the, the, the talking heads, oh, I can't believe this. Well, believe it, because those guys get paid to make calculated risk and calculated decisions. Jamarcus Russell was the number one pick in the biggest bust in NFL history. Ryan Lee, huge bust. They took him out of Peyton Manning. Not an exact science, but I think a lot of the insight, I think Josh Rosen speaking to ESPN, number one, I don't care if my quarterback is arrogant. I, like Cam Newton, I need you to be a little arrogant. I want you to be the best player. I think you're the best player on the field. But then you got to have the production with it. Uh, Tom Brady is a little bit different. Everybody compares people to Brady. Stop it. It's like comparing people to Jordan and LeBron. Stop. All right? Those are the outliers. Those are the exceptions. Those are not the rules. All right? So, well, Josh Rosen, you know, what's he going to do? Got a bunch of texts on this one. You know, he's had a, he had an inflatable hot tub in his room that they took pictures of. Uh, I guess a girl was there with him in the hot tub. So, hey, can't fault him on that one. But the judgment is what you're worried about as a quarterback. That is the biggest issue that you have. Johnny Manziel was not lack of skill set, probably. Uh, and you go into all these quarterbacks, it's lack of maturity. It's decision-making. And sometimes boring is really good. And they asked Rosen, hey, who's the best player in the draft? I am. I'm not as flashy as some of these quarterbacks. I'm just consistently mundane. Consistently mundane will win you a whole lot of games. Because there's a lot more uh, just the Andy Daltons of the world, the Phillip Rivers. Uh, we'll see what Dak Prescott ends up doing in year three. This is sort of the pivotal year for him. But interesting things going on in the world of draft and behind it. Can't wait for the draft to see where he goes. Uh, it's going to tell you a lot about what people's opinion are is of him, uh, where he is selected. Uh, I bet you the Browns screw up the first-round pick. I, I'm going to go ahead and tell you that one. They're probably going to take a field goal kicker out of Yugoslavia or something, knowing the Cleveland Browns. Here's the Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Fox, The Edge. This time I brought to you by our friend, Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney in law, tremendous North Louisiana attorney, specialized in criminal defense, wealth, death, personal injury, whatever you need, Bobby's the man for you. Don't delay. Call Roberto Manning today, 318-324-1411. Bobby Manning, attorney in law. Back in a minute. You take pride in your lawn. That's why you cut the grass yourself. Here's Richie McKinney. A big yard calls for a tough mower. The Hustler Fast Track is engineered with commercial features for the homeowner. Right now, get your Hustler Fast Track with a powerful 23-horse Kohler engine and 48-inch welded steel deck at our lowest price ever, just $49.99. That's over $1,800 in savings. Plus, qualified buyers can finance at 0% for 42 months. Come see our full line of Hustler mowers today at your outdoor superstore McKinney's in Ruston. Model 936054. This is Steve Brennan with Brennan Dodge, inviting you to our spring sales event where we're rolling back prices. 
We've got eight 18 Jeep Cherokees available at $19.9. Or get the all-new Jeep Compass. We've got seven priced at $23.9. We've got two 17 Pacificas available at $8,000 off MSRP. And we've got three 17 Ram 1500 Crew 4x4 available at $15,000 off MSRP. Don't miss our spring sales event where our prices have been rolled back at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. Don't put your life on the line when you dig. Do what the pros do. Respect the marks. Dig with care. And before you dig, call 811. Louisiana One Call. It's time for the second annual Crew of LaRouge Parade and Music Festival. Coming up Saturday, April 21st in Hainesville. The parade starts at 10 a.m. Then at the Crew of LaRouge Music Festival, from NBC's The Voice, Barrett Baber. Also featuring Morgan Smith, Johnny Earthquake and the Moon Dogs, Papa Hussein, and many more. Then get ready for Louisiana Swamp Donkey as they warm up the stage for Barrett Baber. Get your tickets at OuthouseTickets.com for the second annual Crew of LaRouge Parade and Music Festival. Saturday, April 21st in Hainesville. West Monroe Hearing Healthcare. We solve hearing problems. If you've got hearing problems, chances are we can solve them. We want to get you back to life and living again with family and friends. Better hearing, better living, is waiting here for you. West Monroe Hearing Healthcare, we solve hearing problems. Is everything sounding distant? Are parts of conversations missing? We want to make it perfectly clear so you can begin. Living again, better hearing here, better living is waiting here for you. West Monroe Hearing Healthcare, West Monroe Hearing Healthcare, we solve hearing problems. I'm Greg Tilly in Bossier City. We have a huge selection of modular homes, lighted, decorated, and air-conditioned for your shopping comfort. For 40 years now, Greg Tilly's has been saving you thousands. Visit our photo gallery at Tilly'sModular.com or see us today at Greg Tilly's in Bossier City. Broken window? Sounds like you need Glassworks of West Monroe. Glassworks specializes in the highest quality residential glass. From insulated glass to protect your home from the worst weather to vinyl replacement windows with a lifetime warranty to custom installed mirrors and shower doors. Glassworks service is unmatched and their price is always competitive. Let them save you money. Glassworks, 800 Jonesboro Road across from the mill in West Monroe. 387-4747. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop. And welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx rolling here on a Wednesday, or Tuesday. I'm sorry, I'm a day ahead, Jamie. Uh, Tuesday, a 17th day of April 2018. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. This segment brought to you by our friends at Vantage. All right, Jamie, so you got a Trent Dilfer quote uh, that I like in regard to Josh Rosen. We're going to go ahead and do that and then maybe jump on. But go ahead and share that, and let's talk about that for just a second. Yeah, well, I mean, we're talking about Josh Rosen's perhaps attitude, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, where he feels, you know, he lies on the, on the spectrum and his image of himself. And I think this goes back to high school. Uh, Trent 
uh, Dilfer was a coach at uh, a camp that's every year uh, the top quarterbacks uh, in the nation go out to California or Oregon or somewhere. It's called the Elite 11 Camp. And uh, the top quarterbacks in the country go out there that are being recruited and uh, put on their skill sets and, you know, coaches come and watch and so forth. Well, Trent Dilfer, late of the Tampa Bay Bucks, and you, you may remember him. Uh, I believe he played at Fresno State or whatever. Had a had a decent career, didn't really light it up, but had a, uh, a good stint in the NFL, was one of the coaches coaching the quarterbacks. And apparently Rosen, who had not signed with UCLA at that point, but I believe he was being recruited or maybe had signed but not reported to the Bruins, uh, I, I, I guess Dilfer was giving him some, some tips or whatever, and Rosen was mouthing back off to him. And finally, Dilfer was overheard saying, so you think you know more than we do. Let that let that marinate for a minute. It's like me telling you about basketball. I know this, this, and, and you're telling me, and you would tell me, trust me, very quickly. Uh, so you think you know more than I do. You forgot. Well, everybody more. knows more than I do. Yeah. You know. Well, they certainly know more than I do, but not necessarily you. And I think that this this gives a, an insight. This is back in high school now. Remember, this is before he reports to UCLA. So you're seeing, I say that because sometimes the past is an indicator of the future. So this has been kind of his, I guess I'll say, entitled attitude from the beginning. He's felt like, you know, he's he's the smartest person in the room. He's the best quarterback in the room, which he might be. But there's not a great sense of humility about him. And that's what I think, that's not what's keeping Josh Rosen from being the first pick in the draft, it's because what you take that into a 12-year veteran next to his locker and you start mouthing off or something like that, he's going to end up on the floor. Uh, that won't go over real well in an NFL locker room unless you have deference to, you know, there's a hierarchy in NFL locker rooms too, right? So that's not going to go over real well. It's going to be interesting to what coach and what program, what team gets him. Right. Uh, you know, if they let him run, kind of do his own thing, which, you know, he's the type of kid, he's told you this, look, he's loaded. He's, he doesn't play the game because he needs the money. There's a, a lot of people that play the game because it is an out for him. It's the greatest. This kid's family is loaded. His dad was an orthopedic surgeon. He was on a short list to be President Obama's surgeon general. So the family is set, okay? Uh, and he told you that. Like, look, I don't need it. I play because I like it. Well, at some point, you know, he might not like it as much. Who knows? But uh, you're you're having a big risk with this guy. I don't know. I'm not a Josh Rosen fan based on what I know about him. Uh, don't wish him ill. I just He would scare me uh, if I had to pick him. I think there's some other guys out there that uh, – and Josh Rosen might be the greatest quarterback in NFL history. Who knows? But it doesn't seem like he has a whole lot to prove. That, that's what scares me about him. Speaking of something to prove, Jamie Fox. How about our friends at LSU with the fifth hardest football schedule is picked by the experts in America? Is it too early to talk about LSU football? Never too early to talk about LSU football. No, it's a spring game this weekend, so no, it's not too early to talk about it. But uh, I, I did not miss – I missed the prediction this morning, but – if LSU wins eight ball games this year, I'll be surprised. Uh, 
this is a team with a lot of question marks. Now, before I go further, I had, you know, I, I guess you kind of expected Geis and Key not to come back, but they lost some really big contributors on that offensive line, and particularly losing on the back end. They're just they're absolutely paper thin in the secondary. Doesn't look like they're going to get Kristen Fulton back uh, from that suspension. Uh, they picked up Terrence Alexander, the transfer from uh, Stanford, uh, who played at John Curtis for his senior year, and that's a little bit of a help. But this is a paper thin as far as experience, and everybody loves to talk about. Well, we got this talented incoming. No, it, it wasn't by far the best class in the country. Um, now, you know, hopefully things will. You know, if they can. I think the key is, you know, will LSU push the panic button? Because this is just, particularly if injuries happen this year, with that schedule that you indicated, the fifth toughest in the country, uh, this thing could go south quick. And, by, you know, I, I think they can go 500 a little bit better. But I think for LSU fans to be expecting 10 or 11 wins this year, that's totally unrealistic. Well, let's we'll kind of go over this, and, and we'll get your thoughts. Triple eight nine nine three seven seven six two. Take them one by one. Uh, they start the year in the Advocare Classic in Arlington Stadium. Matter of fact, I'm gonna try to go to that game if possible against uh, Mark Rick and the U from Miami, who was blistering. And Miami talked to, uh, for a long time during the year as one of the Final Four teams. Jamie uh, last year in the college football playoff. Uh, but they play the U in Arlington uh, to start the year off. Your thoughts? A lot of returnees from uh, for the uh, Hurricanes on that one. I do think they had were very fortunate last year. They they won a lot of close ball games, but uh, based upon what I saw at Notre Dame, this is a very talented football team. Return Malik Rozier, quarterback. Uh, he's actually being pushed by some backups on that roster for the starting spot. So there's competition there. There's depth uh, as far as, you know, at that position, uh, linebackers, defensive back, maybe the best, possibly easily one of the best three to four uh, secondaries in the country. Mark Rick is recruiting well. Um, I don't don't think that looks real good for the Tigers out of the gate. Uh, They did lose Mark Walton, the, the running back. Miami did early to the draft. But I would say, you know, going in right now, particularly with the unanswered questions at quarterback for LSU, I'd have to go with the Hurricanes in that one. Well, I mean, is LSU it's going to be on display again this weekend. It's a spring game. LSU for the past eight years, and you go back to legitimately, I would say probably, uh, what was the Georgia transfer that LSU had? Metmer, it went to the NFL for a couple years for the – Mettenberger, Zach. yeah. Mm-hmm. With the exception of Zach Mettenberger, you probably have to go back to Matt Flynn for them to have a legitimate quarterback. It's just been a it's been a hit and miss forever. It's been a position that uh, just is not. If there's one thing that brought down Les Miles at LSU more than anything, any single other factor. It's the lack of either recruiting, signing, and or developing, or actually all three, a legitimate quarterback threat year after year after year after year. And, uh, you know, that's going to be the scrutiny is coming in uh, to the game with Miami. But 
Yeah, LSU is not going to be favored in the game with Miami. You, you guys, you do realize that, right? Oh, I I realize it on April seventeenth of before we even go into the summer, they're not going to be the favorites, and I don't think they should be. Um, it really hurt LSU to lose Tolliver and Jackson. I mean, that's a punt return. I mean, Weathersby and uh, I don't think the, any of that uh, clap, especially at center. Um, all those questions are, are huge when it comes to LSU, simply not because LSU is not talented. is It's just if they get an injury at any of those positions, um, it's not good. And you've got a, you've got a true freshman, uh, excuse me, you've got a redshirt junior who's never seen the field very much in Justin McMillan. You've got Lowell Narcisse, who redshirted last year. And you've got Miles Brennan, who got a little bit of mop-up duty last year as a sophomore. So those are your three quarterbacks in question and none of them have really had a lot of reps game experience so you're going to be putting raw quarterbacks out there um with a you know a, a retooled offensive line new offensive line coach and james craig who's i think he's a great hire but again you know they need numbers you there's a reason why lsu is trying to get some grad transfers in right now they got alexander they're looking at a kid from cal because they Dude, might... if you're if you're LSU and you're getting, you're really going to rely on graduate transfers to any yeah. degree, that right. tells you a little bit about the state of that program. We're going to come out and talk about this more when we return. Not to be naysayers, but we give you a healthy dose of reality. This is Sports Talk 97.7. The Edge. Terry Walter, Jamie Fox, John Tabor, manning the controls of a ship that quickly might be going into a Baton Rouge ditch anytime soon. Ladies and gentlemen, we are brought to you this segment by our friend, Dr. David Weber, North Central Animal Hospital. Jamie and I will be back momentarily. Hey, Louisiana, do you want a great deal? Talk to Jim Taylor. He can make it real in a Ford. Save big money on a car or truck. Friendly service, folks you can trust. We put good people behind the wheel. Jim Taylor Ford, we're making it real. Hey, Louisiana, do you want a great deal? Talk to Jim Taylor. He can make it real. Get it real. Jim Taylor deal at Jim Taylor Ford Lincoln in Ruston. DeWitt French Geiger & Sitton LLP is a full-service accounting, tax, and consulting firm that offers expert solutions to small businesses and individuals. Whether you need help in solving a specific challenge or simply would like a sounding board as you make decisions, we have the knowledge and experience to advise you on any topic, not just tax and accounting. We're DeWitt French Geiger & Sitton, celebrating 34 years of excellence. Call 388-8975 online at dfgcpa.com. I am Jessica Ledoux, member and employee for Washita Valley Federal Credit Union. Becoming a member of Washita Valley is much easier today. Memberships are now open to anyone who lives, works, worships, attends school, or owns a business in any of our seven parishes that we serve. Our goal is to offer you personal banking and to make sure you're getting the best rates possible. Washita Valley currently serves Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, and Richland Parishes. We know you have a choice when it comes to your finances, and to us, you're not just a member. So if you live, work, worship, attend school, or own a business in Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, or Richland Parish, let Washita Valley provide you with excellent service and secure financial well-being. Membership eligibility required. Member NCUA. 
it take to live an uncommon life? Here's former Super Bowl winning coach Tony Dungy with today's Uncommon Moment. Michael Westbrook was a gifted wide receiver for the Washington Redskins and Cincinnati Bengals during an eight-year NFL career. He had succeeded at every level of football. Then at a relatively young age of 30, he retired and became active in mixed martial arts. Why? Because apparently he never even liked football, but felt he needed to play because it was expected of him. Many of us have experienced the expectations of others, but God made you the unique person you are. If your dreams develop in the process of seeking God's will and fit within His purposes, follow them. He wouldn't have given them to you if they were not important. Tony Dungy, author of the popular Uncommon book series. Discover more at CoachDungy.com. That's CoachDungy.com. The Edge with Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. Welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx. Shutting it down here after this segment on a Tuesday. Thank you again for spending part of your morning with us. We're going over the LSU football schedule. We're going to get into the odds tomorrow, Jamie. LSU fans are not going to like that. But we both have them losing to Miami to start with, correct? Correct. We're going to go uh, to their second game, September 8th game, home game, against uh, my former school and former employer, Southeastern Louisiana University. Uh, FCS, good FCS school. But FCS, nonetheless, they will dispatch of the Lions. And then their first, second big test will be at Auburn, September 15th. Historically, the home team usually wins this game. Uh, Gus Malzahn and company wins over Alabama. A win, a split with Georgia. And Auburn is feeling like they left money on the table last year. LSU, a big, the big culprit. Why Auburn was not playing in the national championship final four? Uh, do they have a little bit of an axe to grind against Eddie O and the Tigers? Yeah, they do, but they've got some questions. Unlike the quarterback position, I think Auburn's obviously very solid there with Stidham, but you know, they lost Carrion Johnson and Cam Pedway at running back. They lost Holland, Jeff Holland, and Carlton Davis on defense early to the draft, so that hurts Auburn a little bit, but at home, Third game of the season, um, I think Auburn has the answer. So uh, LSU is one and two at that point because I think Auburn, you got to give the home team the edge at that point, and I like Auburn in that one. Yeah, I think uh, you're going to have a quarterback, starting quarterback, first road game in the SEC, and they're going to get tested at Miami. That's going to be a home game. That's a de facto home game for LSU. LSU and Miami and Arlington, Texas, folks, it's like Houston. Or, all right, that's a de facto home game for LSU. It's not Tiger Stadium, but – Aside from the Superdome, it's probably the most uh, LSU-friendly place that you're going to get. Uh, yeah, I've got Auburn getting them, too, so they're 1-2 and two going into their uh, September 22nd game. A, uh, another Louisiana opponent, uh, the homestanding Louisiana Tech Bulldogs, roll into Baton Rouge. Uh, Tech, very, very solid. 
if you look on paper, LSU should win the game, correct? They should, uh, but again, I think Jamar Smith coming back, a uh, lot of a lot of weapons at wide receiver for uh, this is where LSU secondary gets tested. I think uh, Teddy Veal, Tech can trot out a bunch of good receivers. Uh, I don't know if they've replaced the running back. Dancy is, is back, but I think it's a close game all the way. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if Tech won, but I'm going to go LSU in that one. Could be as, you know, maybe just by a touchdown or less. So, yeah, two and two at that point. Yeah, you want to make LSU fans crazy? Let me tell you why Louisiana Tech might not be. I, I would take the spread in this one. I would take Tech in the spread. I don't know if they can pull it off, but you talk about a trap game in between Auburn and Ole Miss. Yeah. And so here's LSU's schedule. Uh, you got Louisiana Tech, who is a dangerous team. I mean, Louisiana Tech went to South, should have beat, had South Carolina beat this year. Had them beat. Uh, yeah. Uh, Louisiana Tech is a dangerous – that is not a good game if you're LSU. I certainly no, could I have found somebody else to put there that would have made me feel a lot better. But if you're an LSU fan, you're looking at – you're trying to win games, you got to count that. you got to count that as a win. But you're also going, eh. Yeah, I mean, you know, I can see this as a Troy uh, – and, and, and Tech's, you know, you saw what they, they – I don't know if they overlooked Troy. I don't think they did. I just think Troy was a good football team, and I think Tech's going to be a good football team in the fall. And, and I wouldn't be surprised in the least if Tech wins that game. This is not going to be like in the past. Troy. Yeah, I mean, you could, you, could, uh, you could dispatch pretty easily, you know, win by a couple of touchdowns easily. But, no, I, I think this goes to the fourth quarter, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Tech pulls it off. But I'll, at this point, on April, we'll see you know what happens over the summer with attrition and so forth. But I'm going to go right now LSU two and two, uh, with a close yep. win over Louisiana Tech. Yeah, I, I would. We're we're in agreement there. It wouldn't surprise me. But I'm t- I'm telling you right now, I'm taking Tech in the point spread. Oh yeah, I will too. If I'm taking t- I'm taking yeah. Tech in the point spread. Yeah, I think uh, we roll into September. Yeah, September 29th. Uh, the Ole Miss Rebels, the new Ole Miss Rebels roll into town. They're going to be a shadow of what they were under Hugh Freeze. And so this is, uh, if there's a gimme game in the Southeastern Conference this year, I would have to tell you Ole Miss has to be it by default. And so I'm going to have LSU in probably their best game of the year. Uh, I, I think they distance themselves and, and exercise all the demons and handle Ole Miss appropriately. Ole Miss is probably going to be a little better than people think, but LSU should win that one to go 3-2. and two. Okay, here's the downside for LSU fans. This year you caught lightning in a bottle because most of the teams you played in the Southeastern Conference fired their coaches. Uh, for example, Ole Miss, Florida, Mississippi State has a new coach, Arkansas has a new coach, Texas A&M has a new coach. So you caught them on the way out last year. You're catching new people on the way in this year. And so you go to the Swamp, and you play Dan Mullen, who's very familiar with LSU, and the Florida Gators. Uh, I'm not feeling that one, Jamie. I think Florida wins that convincingly. You know, Felipe Franks was a was an LSU Tiger for 18 months before he wasn't. And he's back uh, for Florida at quarterback. I saw a little bit of their spring game. Um, Mullen's influences, uh, they're stacked at running back. I think Florida wins that one. Uh, so LSU, six games into their schedule, is 500. 
Boy, do you think they're they're having uh, the pitchforks and the protests for Orgeron and uh, Steve Insminger and Dave Aranda? I'll be happy. If I'm LSU, I'm happy after those six games. I'm happy to be 500, but I'm, well, the, I'm thinking. The one thing we know, know about, yeah, we know about this about LSU fans. The one thing we know about that is, uh, you know, they're they're very even-keeled and very patient. I mean, you know, they <laughs> yeah, fired a guy right. that won 80, 78% of his games. Uh, yeah, so they're going to be very patient there. At any rate, uh, Jamie, I'm going to cut it here today. We're going to pick this up tomorrow. And this back half of the LSU schedule, because we've got a bunch of texts I didn't get to read, but uh, we're going to get out of here today. I think this is good. I'm going to do a little bit more research on this. It's going to be good stuff uh, for tomorrow, getting a little LSU football. And, again, you guys are not going to like where Vegas has them. You know, you're, you you had them at like eight or nine wins. I'm just not seeing it. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But uh, I simply don't see where it's going to come from. Um, and we'll get into some other stuff. So anyway, thanks everybody for listening today. Make sure you stay tuned for Sean Fox Sports Company at three o'clock this afternoon. Thanks to our sponsors, Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union, Vantage, our friends at Spa Novell, pair for the special people in your life, folks. Hook them up with a Spa to go Novell gift certificate three one eight eight zero seven ten sixty. Lammy Lane, Spa Novell in Monroe. Uh, our friends at GB Cooley, reminding you to support a worthwhile special cause, Louisiana Special Olympics. And the man, Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Don't delay. Call Bobby today, 318-324-1411. And Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, simply the best pet care you're going to get, folks, anywhere in the free world. Go see him on US 165 North Monroe, 318-345-4545. For John Tabor, I am, and Jamie Fox, I am Terry Walter. We will see you guys tomorrow, folks. Aloha. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waltrip. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it all. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday. Missed it? No problem. You can catch the podcast on iTunes and in the Google Play Store. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.